people don't understand how hard it is to build something from zero from the ground up like man. you really got to pick up the pebbles make something out of it like a building yes sir you, you starting it from zero bro like no help no help no help at all no help you got my respect man look the biggest podcast where you can learn them lessons line for line where you can learn from different sections made it out the mud come tell your story blessings never know who listening never know who's stressing Devon gave you a voice, come speak your honest truth Line for line, go ball for ball, it's up to you Wanna talk sports, gov, and politics Wanna talk about where you from and your accomplishments The line for line is really where you need to be A platform that's really made for folks like you and me You can find it all no matter what you seek Whether you calling or you listening, tune in every week and just like that, we are back in another episode of Line for Line Podcast. I have a very special guest in the building. I'll go ahead and let him introduce himself to the world today. Hello, my name is Eric Salgado, uh, owner of Garments, um, high schooler, 18 years old, senior at Indian Trail High School and Academy, attending the Business Academy, and a passion for clothes and working hard. Yes, sir. So for the listeners at home who, who may not know you, just tell them a little bit about you, where you come from. Obviously, grew up in Kenosha. Mm-hmm. Just tell us a little bit about that, how you came up. So, born and raised in Kenosha, my parents, uh, first generational, uh, my parents came from Mexico, immigrants, okay. um, never spoken a lick of English, came over at, oh, at 21 and 20 with my sister on the way. Mm-hmm. So, they, they, um, they brought me up, uh, I have two older siblings, my older sister, Lizette Salgado, my middle brother, or my, uh, the middle between all of us, Robert Salgado. That's my dude. Robert? Yeah, that's my dude. No way. Yeah. Ask Robbie? Him about me. Yeah. That's we funny. We went to Bradford together, actually. Yeah. yeah. That's my big bro. That's yeah. funny. He's going to watch this and he's going to laugh. My dude. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so growing up, um, just playing sports, playing basketball, um, man, all boys and girls club. I was always really into uh, clothes at the same time. I was really in sports, and I've always been like a really outgoing person. Mm-hmm. So um, I feel like all of that has transitioned into where I'm at right now, where I've been able to start garments, and I really, with like my voice and with uh, the help of everybody else, my friends, man, peers, teachers, like everybody, I've been able to spread the name and, and pretty much my message through garments and clothing. And um, I'm blessed to be able to be in the position that I am. Mm-hmm. Um, I've only been doing like the real, real business, the beginning of it since the beginning of this year. So um, I'm blessed to be in the point that I am now. And I couldn't be where I am now without the support of everybody else, mm-hmm. my friends, family, etc. cetera. Um, no matter how much work you put in, I always try to say like, no matter how much work, per- work you put in, it doesn't matter unless you're not getting the support of the people. Mm-hmm. So if people don't re- mess with it, if they don't like it, if they don't go out of their way to like it, to buy it, it means nothing. Yes, so sir. that means the most to me that people would go out their way to do that with me and my business. So, yeah, it's just a little bit about me. Yes, sir. Now, growing up, what type of fashion influencers did you have, like on the TV, magazines, that you always looked at and even wore? Man, the biggest influence clothing-wise was my big brother. Mm-hmm. I saw everything that he wore. So growing up, he always used to be on the 10 Deep, Diamond Supply Co., like... Stussy, like everything that was uh, was popping at the time, mm-hmm. uh, he was wearing it. And then he used to tell me about these rappers wearing all this cool clothes, um, ASAP Rocky, <laughs> Joey Badass, like all the people coming up at that time on how the fashion industry was moving. And I would, I would learn it and see it through him. So um, he was probably my biggest influence. But outside of my uh, direct, direct influence, like looking outwards, um, always... Definitely ASAP Rocky. I would say as I began to learn about stuff, um, I found out about Virgil Abloh. Mm-hmm. Rest in peace to the legend. 
Um, and just everybody else around me. Like, I don't really necessarily look at one person and be like, I base my stuff off of them. Like, I take a little bit from everybody. Yes, sir. So I could look at an old man, and he has a fire coat on, and I'm like, that's fire. And yeah. I like it. And I can look at somebody younger than me, a, a, a younger kid, and he has a cool T-shirt on. And I'm like, whoa, I like that. So yeah. I like to take inspiration from a little bit of everybody, everything and everybody, and I feel like that's how I've always been going Yeah. Out. Where are some stores that you usually shop at? Man, if – like retail, retail, uh, Levi's, Carhartt, um, Nike and Adidas. I worked at Adidas for a while. So, hey. so obviously those. But honestly, man, not much retail. I, I hate them all. Yeah. I hate that, like going to the store and stuff like that. Like I like because my business is based off of vintage clothing and stuff like that. So you have to go look for the stuff. You got to go source it. So um, definitely my favorite places are the thrifts and yeah. uh, garage sales. <laughs> hey, no, that's how it's Garage sales, man. Um everything everything that's not at the store because you find mass produced items at the store that everybody else can buy so I want to be something different unique yeah. and I want to go find it somewhere else so yes sir and that's one thing when it comes to fashion people think you have to go to these higher end boutiques and stores just to find fashion you can find a fresh outfit at Walmart Target wherever you go and that's one thing that I learned as I got older and really had to provide for myself and having a kid as well too you can mix and match your clothes and get them from anywhere to look like you have money or even if that's not the goal to look like you have money but just to look nice and, and look clean you know man okay so I love what you just said so you don't have to go to a big box store a big store Louis Vuitton to be dripped out yeah that's that's like the pure that's fashion at the purest form. You can pick anything and if you like it, if you like it and you appreciate it and you wear it and you put it together however you want, that's your drip. That's your fashion. That's mm-hmm. what you like. Everybody has a different eye for different things. Like I could go to South, like to Cali and I pull out a pair of chucks and vans and everybody's like, Whoa. Yeah. And then I bring it out in New York and they're like, What is that? <laughs> so like they like you bring out a pair of Tim's down there, they're like, What did you give it them bricks for over yeah. here? Like So like everything, man, it's an eye of the beholder. And that's why I love vintage so much too, because you anybody can appreciate something. Yeah. There's always something for everybody. And I feel like vintage right now is embodying what you just said. Because people can go buy a ten dollar t shirt, some ten dollar pants, and they can go get some shoes from Goodwill mm. and still be dripped out. Be drippier than the dude in a full Louis suit looking like a clown because he has he looks like a monogram. So yeah. Man, yeah, fashion is an awesome thing and you can really play with it, be creative and, and put your own spin onto it. And I feel like everybody really has the potential to be I like be cool in mm-hmm. clothes. Like, yes, sir. maybe, maybe my my pops likes these cowboy boots, but somebody else doesn't. Like, that's cool, but that's his drip. It's all about you and what you want to rock. Exactly, I creativity. Like I like that. So, just, let's just tell us a little bit about the most hardest part of getting this business started. Like, what was the most difficult part of it? Um, balance, because you can put in all the work, like getting your name out there, like, you can go tell people, and that person will tell somebody, like, it's hard to do that, too, but it's balancing everything else with the rest of your life. Because mm-hmm. once you have a business and you're the only one running it, you do everything of that business. So, like, when you, if you hit up uh, uh, my Instagram, I text you back, drop-offs, if I have to do a drop-off, deliveries, that's me. You have to do every single portion of a business in which in a regular business like Walmart, they have 15 departments for it. Yeah. And there's, like, this many people working on that thing. So, like, it's that. And then having that still with a regular life. And sometimes you lose your life with trying to chase your dream, but that's just the, the what comes with it. Yeah, but the grind. Balance is, is, is definitely the hardest thing. Yeah. Oh, how far are you, how far along are you to where it will be a team effort now? Um, honestly, I feel like from the moment I started, it was a team effort. Not, necess- not necessarily like, 
I have somebody on my team like payroll, but I think I already have enough people like around me that help me necessarily like, with advice, stuff like that. Um, a big, big help, my brother-in-law, Brian, mm. Brian Davis, like people like that, like you can make a team necessarily and not have anybody on the payroll. Like you can have people that you look up to and they're your mentors and you'll go to them and ask them for help and ask them for advice. Have people that already went through the same thing you're going through and they can put you on game or teach you something. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I kind of already am to that point, but for it to be uh, payroll, I feel like I have to trust somebody enough to do the same work that I do to be able to put them on a team, and I just haven't came across anybody like that yet. That's going to be one of the hardest things you'll find, young man. As someone who's a content creator and does all this stuff, it's hard to find people who are going to help you push your vision or just go to the extent that you're willing to go to. Like me, I'll have no problem sitting here for 8 to 10 hours making sure my brand is good, but is the next person going to want to sit there and put in that time for someone else's dream? You know, it's, it's really hard to find that. Exactly. And I feel like now more than ever, people are losing the drive. I feel like, especially now, if you look in in the workforce, people don't want to work no more. Mm -hmm. Like they don't have that hustle no more. I feel like in my opinion, a lot of people don't. And so I come across, especially a lot of people my age, since I'm only 18 years old, still in high school, a lot of my peers, most of them, 99% of them don't have a drive to do something. So it's very hard for me to pick point or like pick somebody to help me. Mm -hmm. But um, for for you to find somebody to put on your team, it's like you have to find somebody same as you, same drive like you just said. And nobody's going to do it for the pay that you can give them at the time because you're still growing too. Yeah. You still got to fill your pocket with some bread and spread it out. So I'm not at the point at that point yet. So like I said, you just you hit it on the nail. It's hard to find people with the same drive and same motivation to do the things that you want to do. So exactly. up to this point, I have not, sadly. But exactly. hopefully in the, soon, in, the fu- in the soon future. Yeah. Now I heard you say you're in the business program at your high school right now. Yes, sir. How much knowledge would you say that you've taken from that and put it into the business that you got started? Honestly, uh, I like to say a big portion of it. A lot of my teachers, some of them, like, so like in the business academy, you only have like three or four teachers that are like, specialized for the business academy mm-hmm. some of them being mrs cairo mrs layman Ms. belke like those those three people like off the top of my head have really helped me a lot to learn like inside of that classroom they might be teaching you about like how to market this on the social media like i was learning about what i'm doing right now my mm-hmm. sophomore year of high school and it's it's helped so it's definitely changed my mindset on this, a couple things and really made me look at things in a different view just from hearing them speak and learning some things from them and I really believe that, like, touching on the the knowledge end of it and education, that that's probably some of the most important things. Yeah. It's not about um, who you are. It's about what you know. And yeah. knowledge is power. So everything that I've learned from school, I really have implemented it into here. Even math class, like, little things like that. Like, oh, really? Man, school, they mess up on the narrative of, like, oh, they sit you and they, they sit you down and you have to learn like all these equations and this and that. All it really is teaching you is to problem solve and to use your mind in a different way, to think a different way. So like sometimes when you sit down in that class and even math class, you're thinking about, oh, this is a hard math problem. Why am I learning this? I'm not going to learn this algebra and I'm not going to use it in my business. But it just taught you and you just worked on your brain on how to solve a complex problem. Mm-hmm. So when you get in a situation where you have to count, like figure out something and it's a hard problem, you have to make a decision. You already practice that. Not necessarily in the same sense of I'm gonna make this decision, but I already practice on thinking hard and how to solve this problem. Yeah. So that's that's really where I learned a lot from, just problem solving and and communicating in English class. Like English, the language which you speak is the most important thing because you can move mountains with your words. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So man, like 
you you definitely have to come across that because I mean this is what you do you speak yeah. for like, and then, like but you can really do something with that mm-hmm. so like school overall I feel like I've, that's helped me yes. everything in my life that I've done or something that I've, I've experienced is always a help because you take it from it you learn from it so yes huge help big fact shout out my my business academy teachers yeah now what would be that one piece of advice that you would give to the young man who wants to start a brand and be in the same lane as you. Be ready to to work hard, and 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 the one piece of advice like I've had to put in a sentence: Are you, or it's more of a question, like, are you willing to put everything to the side to work on that one dream? Mm-hmm. Like, you gonna have to work hard. Like, it's like that's what I have to tell somebody: you have to do a lot of things, sacrifice a lot of things to be able to make something out of nothing. Um, but yeah, man, I don't know. It's 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 not hard, but it's hard. No, and I, I, I'm still learning, so I don't even know what to tell anybody else, man. Yeah. Like, honestly, just be ready to work hard and put a lot of hours in because it's going to take forever. Yeah, just tell us a little bit about your definition of customer satisfaction. Having somebody go home and hold that piece of clothing and be happy with it. And from the point of like, I made a good, I made a good uh, sale, I made a good uh, purchase on the price point and just having that connection. So leave, having them leave from me and having our, like, our interaction with their purchase and them being happy and remembering about it. And when they put it on, they'll remember where they got it from because it was a cool experience. Mm-hmm. I'm really big on not just a piece of clothing, but the memory that comes with it and the experience that comes with it. And that's why I haven't really gone out to like do the website yet or do anything like that because I want to keep it like personal. So like you talk to me. I'm not, I don't like to put myself with garments, but I'm a part of it because I'm the person who runs it. And people... At the end of the day, support garments some, to a certain extent because of me. So I want to have that a part of it because I really like to keep garments based on my family values. So I try to put that and speak on that while I sell the clothes. So that's really that's really a, a big thing, just having a good experience. Yes, sir. Now, as we get ready to close out this amazing episode, what will be the one thing that you will want to be remembered for when it comes to this clothing? The message behind it. I wanted people to remember about the family, love, loyalty, and and uh, and trust and respect and respect behind it. Mm-hmm. That's really what I would like to I like I want to push for, it. and that's why I want people to remember me, remember me for, it. like what it means, what garment stands for. It's not necessarily just clothes. It's it's more than that. It's uh, ideology. It's some principles, life. Like I want people to remember me and the brand more, the brand garments for what it stands for. Yes, sir. That being said, is there anyone else that you want to shout out? My mom, my family, yes, the most important people in my life. Uh, thank you for teaching me everything I know. Thank you for um, feeding me, <laughs> giving me everything I need to live, and uh, my siblings for teaching me everything that I know now. Yes, Sirski. And Jesus himself. With that being said, we just wrapped up an amazing episode of Line for Line. Thank you. You calling or you listening? Tune in every week. Line for Line. Oh yeah, I'm gonna laugh, laugh